Okay, so our camera's here today. I don't know why I flipped that for some reason. Oh, well. Okay. So I have no idea look. what that means, but that's wonderful, Suzanne, that the camera like, great. I never knew where the camera was to begin with, but thank you for that. I just hope I'm looking in the general oh, that's direction That's what I love of, about her. That is yeah. what I love about her. Bring All nothing right. to the table this way. <laughs> Stop it. You bring a lot to the table. So, and actually Shannon brought this topic to the table today because we forgot Father's Day. In all fairness, my dad had just died. Right. right. So, and we weren't getting together on Father's Day right. and we forgot when we were planning our next episodes. Yes. So, a little bit of leeway on this one. So, today but. we really wanted to talk about fathers and their impact on their children and why fathers are so important. So important. I feel like there's a lot of, um, you know, a lot of broken families these days. Not, I shouldn't say broken, but, but it's not traditional anymore. Yeah. You know, there's yeah. so many divorced families. Um, I think sometimes we forget about fathers. I know, mm -hmm. you know, when I talk about, um, I posted something the other day about being a mother and a coworker came up to me and said, Hey, don't forget about fathers too, especially in this age of, of divorced parents. Okay. I think it's very, it's a challenge, um, for, for fathers because they really do feel left out a lot, yes. you know? Yes, they do. And it's all about the nurturing and the mom and, right. and there's a, there's a lot of energy in the world around moms mm. and the irony is as a clinician I have to tell you I'm doing a lot of treatment of people from their wounding from dads they have daddy issues yeah <laughs> right. and, and I don't say that to be disrespectful to dads right. but what I'm really saying is you guys showing up is so important. critically important and when you don't they can land on my couch for a very, very long time. Yeah. Yeah. So we wanted to kind of talk about um, if you have a daughter and if you have a son, because there are two different uh, impacts that you have on each sure. of those uh, children as a father. Yes. And also kind of talk about some of our um, experiences with our fathers mm -hmm. and, and how that shaped us. I know, you know, it's so funny, my dad just left. <laughs> so my dad is... Um, he was always very proud of me and always expected a lot of me. And I really don't think I could do any wrong in my father's eyes. Um, you know, there were a couple of times when I was in high school and if I disappointed him, like I just felt mm. the guilt of disappointing my yeah. father. Um, and so I, you know, my dad has always been a huge influence in my life because I feel like that is why I strive so hard to, to be a perfectionist, to do everything right, to get good grades, to make sure I didn't disappoint him. Mm -hmm. So I had that, that whole thing in my life. And I, you know, now as I'm older, you know, he just came into town unexpected and wanted to get together this morning. And I was like, I already had a busy morning, but I couldn't say no to him. Mm -hmm because I can't say no to my dad. <laughs> so um, so that's a really difficult thing for me. Right, um, it's so interesting how, literally as you're talking, I'm like, oh, I just wanted my dad to, <laughs> to be, be proud. That person. Yeah. So it's fascinating how we can get injured on both sides. So mm -hmm. fathers, you know, pace yourself on this video today because <laughs> you're gonna be like, well then what am I supposed to do? Right. But I think what you're highlighting is extremes mm -hmm. that you felt pedestalized by your dad. Yeah. Put on a pedestal. This is my angel. She can do no wrong. Mm -hmm. She is the smartest, the best, the most athletic, the most beautiful. And so that was a lot to live up to. Yeah. So that and was I a also bit think it had to do with my older brother passing away. So when Trace passed away, I was then the oldest. Oh. And so I all automatically felt like I had to step up anyway, yeah. and then having that extra on on me. Yeah, that's. The I mean, role. please, I, I I don't want to make it sound like my dad screwed me up because he oh, did. Oh no! <laughs> if anything, no, I'm 
no. the exact opposite, right? No, and, and that's why this video is so important is that I think every father has the best intentions. Mm -hmm. Every parent has the best, best intentions. intentions. And yet we're just walking in the dark, right. you know, and, and kudos to your dad for being so proud of you and being mm -hmm. so loving and being so supportive. And you know, what's the irony is maybe if you were the baby, you wouldn't feel any of that pressure. Right. It's so it's, it's, there's no exact science because mm -hmm. different personalities react yes. differently. You know, this as a parent, you do the exact same thing with somebody mm -hmm. and you have two kids. One does great with it. The other one is in therapy for the rest of their life. And yeah. you're like, what, what the did heck? I do? Yeah. <laughs> right. Because it works with what? So yeah. So it sounds like you had a great father mm -hmm. who adored you, mm -hmm. but how it impacted you with your personality and your birth status and a tragedy in the family mm -hmm. was this. Right. Right. And so, yeah, so I think that that is very interesting that we show, that we show, um, you know, how your, your, um, parenting um, can impact your child as they get older or even when they're young. Now you, um, I don't know if you want to talk about this, yeah. but um, but Shannon um, had a very different situation with her father. I did, and I had one that I think happens to a lot of people just because like you're talking about divorce, right? Mm -hmm. So I had, mm, uh, um, my dad was wonderful for me. Um, he was he adopted me at two years old and so he picked me which is pretty exciting like he met my mom but not only did he marry her but he said I want this little girl to be my daughter mm -hmm. so that's pretty um val I felt pretty valued mm -hmm. and so he adopted me officially and he was my rock and he was there and my mom was an alcoholic so she wasn't for those first 10-15 years mm -hmm. and so he was he handled everything mm -hmm. And was like, you know, breakfast every day and just really adored me and, you know, put me on a pedestal. And then when they divorced at 10, yeah, was his like... drinking took off mm -hmm. and his sadness and his despair and his struggles. So I basically, it felt like overnight I kind of lost, lost him. And then as he was just kind of coming out of his own pain and his mm -hmm. own just like, I can't deal with all of this, mm -hmm. he met someone. And then he dated and then he moved in and then he married mm -hmm. and I never really felt like I got him back again because yeah. she had five kids mm -hmm. so it, this is my experience in my body was I lost my dad and then I spent the rest of my life literally trying to get him back trying to connect trying to dad can we go to dinner nope I'm married if you want to see me come to my house well, can we just trying to get like yeah. my dad to myself, like there's mm -hmm. six of them and there's one of me and mm -hmm. you know, so I never felt like I had him again. And then I'm sure he had feelings about me for whatever reasons. Mm -hmm. And you know, that's one of the things about my dad, he's a Vietnam vet. So sometimes the way he saw things were a little, it felt a little distorted to me. Yeah. Um, lots of anger stuff and different mm -hmm. stuff. So we literally were estranged and disconnected for most of the rest of my life. And so I feel like I went into the world at 16, 17, 18, looking for someone to, to please rest. love me again. Yeah. You like, felt abandoned. I felt abandoned and yeah. I just wanted to find my daddy again. Mm -hmm. And so who do you think I found? Yeah. People that would love me to pieces, right. put me on a pedestal and then, and then abandon me. Yeah. And so that's one of the things that dads need to know is that for your daughters, you are setting the stage for their future relationships, mm -hmm. right? Who they choose, how they love, who they pick, because we, as the Imago theory says, 
we have to resolve what's unresolved. Mm -hmm. So if I feel abandoned, if I feel that you don't love me, if I'm not daddy's little girl, if I'm not your princess, mm -hmm. and I feel that, I'm gonna choose somebody who's gonna recreate that feeling, which I definitely did for mm -hmm. like 20 years of my life. Right. I chose a lot of alcoholic men when I was in my 20s mm -hmm. that adored me and yet hurt me in their addiction, yeah. not meaning to, but. But can't you go the opposite? Because I feel like treating your daughter as her as your princess can also have some negative side effects, right? So what you started to say is like, extremes of anything is bad, right. but I think the middle ground is letting your child know, I really value you, and mm -hmm. these are the reasons I value you. I, not just because you're pretty, or not just because you're smart, but I value all these different parts of you. This mm -hmm. is why I'm proud of you. Not just proud that you're on the cheerleading team, I'm proud that, that you're kind. Yeah. I'm proud that you're a good person. Spending time with your daughter. Mm -hmm valuing them, mm -hmm. role modeling for them. Hey, why are, why are you hanging out with them when they're treating you like that? You deserve more than that. Don't put up with that. Right. Helping them recognize you are a good person. You deserve these things and role modeling that for them, not only in your words, but in how you treat and. them. And then here's the doozy, how you treat their mom, yeah. whether you're married to her or not. Right. Now that's tough. Yeah. Because you go through a nasty divorce, there's mudslinging, all this stuff. But at the end of the day, how you treat their mom, mm -hmm. it, she's watching. This is how relationships work. And she's going to then choose somebody who will create those same feelings. But not that just their mom, but also all women. All I women. mean, you know, the women that you work with, the yes. women, the waitress, you know, yes. you're not patting her on the back or flirting right. with her. You know, it's yes. it's how you treat all women. Women, yes. Right? Respect the things you say. Um, Hi, Michael. Oh, Michael Bosco. He's got two daughters. Oh, he says good. he can't wait to watch this later. Have a great day. Oh, thanks, great. thanks, Michael. And then yeah. Glenn's on here. And um, Chris is on here too. Hi, hi Chris. Chris. Yeah. Um, hi, Lisa. So, yeah, so um, how you treat all people, how the boundaries around respect, mm -hmm. um, all of that your daughter is watching. You know, I just got a flashback from the most beautiful scene um, my, my favorite movie, I watch it over and over again, What Dreams May Come with our you know dearly beloved Robin Williams, yeah. who's not with us anymore. But there is a scene, the children die in, early in the movie, mm -hmm. and there's a scene when he's in heaven and he meets his daughter, but he doesn't know it's his daughter. And she said, yeah, I chose to come back as Asian because my dad always thought Asian women were the most beautiful women in the world. And she said, and he always would, uh, there was always a, an Asian stewardess that he right. would say, gosh, they're just so kind and demure and beautiful. And right. I always wanted my dad to see me that way, right. which was a bit of a double-edged sword because she didn't feel that she was like that she was that. Yeah. And so it, and it was a moment, you know, and, and he said, well, gosh, I hope her dad, I hope she knew that her dad thought she was beautiful too, you know, right. but it's, it is, it's such a fine line. Mm -hmm. um, so not doing the extremes, but staying in the middle. Yeah. Um, the other thing I wanted to, to talk about, because I do see this may, maybe in my generation, maybe not so much in the younger generation, but a lot of women that feel like they just need a man to take care of them. Where does that come from? Because, um, you know, I always felt very independent. I guess that's from my dad always believing, believing that I could take care of myself no matter what. Yes. Empowering you, know? you. Empowering You me. did that. That's great. Right. <laughs> you did lots of great stuff. Right. So I just, I'm always baffled by, and I have friends that, 
that really believe they just need a man to take care of them. Where does that come from? Is that a, is that from their dads? Um, well, it could be, but here's what's so interesting with these kinds of things. Like even you look at narcissism, it can be created from a lack or it can be created from too, too much. much. Yeah. So I think this is the exact same one. Either a daughter that grew up feeling like they always wanted to feel protected. Why doesn't my dad protect me? Why can't I be daddy's little girl? Why can't somebody caretake me? And so then what happens is, by God, I'm going to find it. Right. I'm not going to go through my life without feeling protected. Yeah. Then the opposite of that is we see this. Sometimes we parents, we overdo, we enable, we rescue, we meet every single need they have. Hence, delivering them into the world believing, well, who's going to meet them now? Right. Who's, who's going to take now? care of me? <laughs> who's going to take care of me now? Because, right. you know, because I clearly deserve. So that entitlement thing. Yeah. So your dad did a great job of empowering you mm -hmm. and that's a really powerful father trait to be able to say to your to your daughter you've got this yeah. are you kidding me you've got this job you're smart you're beautiful you're capable you're kind like whatever it is empowering them mm -hmm. what if you what if you're a mom let's say you're divor your divorced mom and you you know that your ex is wounding your child or or you know is there a way to buffer that? What can you do as a mom if you see, you know, if you were married to a narcissist or an alcoholic or, or someone who you know can potentially wound your child? Yeah, when you figure that out, you let me know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. But I mean, um, I guess it's, you, you do have the one strong parent. That's always important to have at least one strong parent. I, I think. think that one of the things we as um the other parent of whatever it is. Maybe it's a mom that's doing that, right? Yeah. So the other parent, I think your responsibility is as soon as possible, A, get a therapist on board, because guess what, folks? They're impartial. Yeah. So they're not bashing mom or dad. They're mm -hmm. educating your child that, you know what? Daddy can't show up for you because he has a disease of alcoholism mm -hmm. and they can do all that teaching, which is really important. Right. But I do believe as parents, there is an age at which we can start to say things, maybe when the kids are 14, 13, mm -hmm. 12, that we can say, this is not about you. When they're younger, you can say that, yeah. but without explanation. So when they're younger, you might say, this is not about you. I know daddy loves you. I know daddy's hurting you right now. I know, I know he doesn't mean to, but this is not about you. This is about what's going on for him. Mm -hmm. When they're 13 or 14, I would go out on a ledge and say, daddy did that when he was drunk. Mm -hmm you know, daddy does things that aren't kind when he's drinking, you know, that's not about you, that's about alcohol, mm -hmm. and kind of start to explain to them that this is, you know, the most important thing for kids to get is, you're not being ignored because you're a piece of crap. Mm -hmm. You're being ignored because dad is drinking too much, mm -hmm. which is, can be a disease, and, you know, it's affecting you in a negative way, but dad's not meaning to affect you. Not yeah. that it makes you feel any better, but it's not that dad doesn't care about you. Mm -hmm. It's that he's under the influence of this chemical. Yeah. And I think the key is no matter whether you're a mom or a dad is to not bad mouthing the ex, right? right. I mean, no matter what your issues are together, right. or even if they have issues to always keep it, um, above board. Yeah. And I think the word that I love to use with people because it's really fair because I'm a parent now, right? So it's mm -hmm. hard for me. I'm not going to tell you you have horrible parents because somebody, two kids are judging me pretty right. soon. <laughs> right. And guess what? Yeah. They're already judging me. Right. Jury's already out. So I will often use the word unavailable. Mm -hmm. 
I'm so sorry that this person is unavailable to you right now. It sounds like maybe they've got a lot going on with work. Maybe they're not feeling well. I mean, I've been an unavailable parent to some degree because of not feeling great, right? right? So to be able to say, I'm so sorry that your parent is not available because they're not feeling well. And let's talk about how that makes you feel. And let's talk about what we can do to help you take care of you. But it's not personal. Yeah. You know, that I feel like is the strongest thing. I really, you know, back to my dad's story for a minute, um, full circle, I always believed I was the, the reason. Problem. I'm the problem. Why yeah. doesn't he love me? Why doesn't he want me? Maybe mm -hmm. I'm not lovable. Maybe I'm disposable. And then once I recreated that with a men in my life, then I'm disposable. Then I really believe I'm a piece of crap. I'm not, I have no value. Mm -hmm. And my dad's passing, as I shared before, I got six months with him. And the first question I said, because we had been estranged for a bit, was why did you walk away from me? Why haven't you connected? Why did you kind of push me away? Mm -hmm. And you know, he didn't have a lot of explanation. It was more like, I don't know, I was stupid, it doesn't matter now, like mm -hmm. I'm here now and I'm leaving. Mm -hmm. And so we just focused on that. But I gotta tell you, Suzanne, those two or three sentences of I was stupid, basically there's nothing wrong with you, mm -hmm. healed me so, so deeply. Like yeah. it was 25, 30 years of, why can't someone love me too? And him saying, I love you so much. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, I was a fool, I was stupid. Healed everything, I can't even tell you. Yeah. So that's, you know, that's profound. Yeah, Lisa says exactly why I'm listening. Exes that have mental health issues bring on lots of challenges, yeah. You know, and on the flip side of that, um, um, you know, I think that also, someone that's turning their, you know, if you're the, the strong parent and just trying to, to be there for your children on the flip side, if you have someone that's an ex that's kind of making it difficult for you and turning your children against you, you know, that's also hard. I don't think fathers, um, still to this day, don't have the rights that mothers do in a divorce situation. I mean, yeah. I feel like it's still kind of difficult for dads to, 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 they have to really fight to get... Well, it's evening out a little bit, it seems, because, mm -hmm. you know, I treat so many people going through divorces. So right. it does seem like, um, you know, when I got divorced, I would agree with you. Yeah. Primary custodial parent basically, you know, meant for my ex, like, you take a back seat. I I'm, I'm the primary. Right. I've got them all these days. You see them every other weekend. Mm -hmm. I'm going to make all the decisions, but I have to check with you. Mm -hmm. it, it was really out of whack mm -hmm. and now everybody's coming in and it's 50 50 yeah one week here one week there we split everything maybe we don't even give each other money you cover your week I'll cover mine right. so it is moving Changing. towards yeah. a lot more equality if the man wants really that wants. Yeah. then he can get that yeah so what can what can fathers do in a divorce situation to let their children their their daughters and their son know that 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 they are there for them I mean is there there's something that... Well, I think it's what we don't want to do, right? Yeah. So one of the things, um, and then I want to talk for a minute about fathers and sons. Yes. I don't want to, that's yes. an important part. But one of the things is it's what we don't want to do. So mm -hmm. we don't want to shame, mm -hmm. criticize, and judge. Dads 
dads get a bad rap because it's a little bit good cop, bad cop, right? Like, I'm the mom. I'm yeah, going to hug you. Right. <laughs> oh, let's not ground him for a week. Like, right. oh, he's been such a good boy, you know? Right. So we are a little bit, a lot of times, not always, because yeah. I have some girlfriends that are <laughs> the dad. Like, they're like, I'm I feel like, like I'm the dad, right? Yeah, like, that I don't mess with, right? Do not mess with me. Right. So, so but there's usually that one parent Parents. that's kissing him to death. Yeah. And then there's the other parent that's like, no, they're cute, but they're grounded. Right. Right? Like, this, the you know, and so typically that's dad. And so that's really, really, really important to have that good cop, bad cop. Yeah. But sometimes it gets a little extreme. Mm -hmm. And so that's, you know, men have a hard job because they do need to be the discipliner and wait till your dad comes home. Mm -hmm. They do need to set those boundaries and not be the pushover. Mm -hmm. But by the same token, sometimes they can be a little on the other side, which I would call shaming. Like, mm -hmm. what's wrong with you? What, what are you were you thinking? thinking? And, yeah. yeah. And, you know, what are you, an idiot? Like, right. wh wh why would you do something like that? Like, I never did anything like that so we can be very shaming and the minute that that happens especially for boys mm -hmm. these men they feel so inadequate mm -hmm. so not enough these are the guys that you meet and reactive about everything you're dating them and you're like hey did you take my book I didn't take your book I didn't touch your stuff and you're like whoa wow. because yeah. they grew up with a dad that was on them on them on them mm -hmm. and like a bug zapper what are you thinking don't be so stupid and and they're so inadequate that now they're overcompensating they're defensive they're reactive yeah. so I think it's blaming others blaming shaming yeah. others yeah. judging others like they were judged so I think mm -hmm. it's important to you know I think dads have a tough line mm -hmm. because you do need to be the disciplinarian you do need to hold the line but you need to hold it in a kind, kind way which is like mm -hmm. hey you're cute as a button and I'd love to fall for it like mom but right. it ain't happening you're right. still grounded but I do love you, right? And I know that you'll figure this out. So it's that fine line of not shaming, not judging, not criticizing, but holding a line that says, "This is the punishment because I love you, right? And because you need good boundaries." Right. But don't worry, buddy. I know you'll figure it out. Yeah, you know, I find a lot of times, and I know my dad did this. Love my dad, but you know, he he, he when he would got, get angry, you would know it, and he would raise his voice. Yeah. So. Um, so I think there is that line with dads that you can discipline without anger, right? Yes, yes. And I mean, you know, I think that's kind of the, finding that line of discipline without anger or even without raising your voice. Well, here's the thing, and I think you would agree with me, as a, especially as a single mom, because we right. share that, right? I was a single mom right. for six years. So you know when you've like lost it? <laughs> yes, that you happens often. Like, yeah, you know when you're like, you're like, hey, Lori, hey, Jason. <laughs> Hi, Melanie. You know when you've reached the point where you're like, you're not disciplining for them. You're bad. Right. And you're just now going off or you're reacting or you're doing whatever. Bad idea. Yeah. Parenting is a skill. Mm -hmm. And so there should be a reason Pause. behind it. Right? There should be a reason. <laughs> right. So it's like if I'm telling you something, mm -hmm. it's because you need to hear it and I'm being instructive. Right. And I'm being, I'm setting rules and I'm setting boundaries and all of that. If I'm screaming because I'm so triggered mm -hmm. at what you did, I'm not parenting right now. Right. I'm dumping. Right. So, and am I judging? No. Because <laughs> it's Don't happened to me a million times. Don't put a video in my house. <laughs> right. You know, because it happens to right. all of us. But that's the best parenting is pausing. Mm -hmm. Go in your room, put yourself in timeout, breathe through it. We've talked about this before. Figure out what your trigger. Oh my God, I'm so triggered. If I would have said that to my mom, she would have put me through a wall. I can't believe my kid just said that to me. Oh my gosh, okay. 
breathe, breathe, breathe. Then you figure out what really is going on. Then you calmly come out and say, you will not disrespect me. Yeah, you will not talk to me that way. It is unacceptable. Yeah. The, this is the consequence. Because if you just react from that trigger, mm -hmm. that's, that's bad parenting. Because yeah. you're not parenting at that point. You're just dumping your reacting. garbage and yeah. you're reacting. So yeah, so it's finding that line. So mm -hmm. not that you're not going to be angry, but I, I really respect the parent that can say calmly, I'm very angry with you. I'm very disappointed in some of your choices. Um, that's an interesting word. My mom refused to use that word my whole childhood. What word? Disappointed. Oh. And so that's one of those things that has a heavy impact because to this day, if someone tells me they're disappointed in me, it's like, like, wham! I'm like, ooh! <laughs> you know? That's your trigger. Right? Because she would say to me, right. nothing you could ever do would disappoint me. And so when people are, you know, like bosses will throw that out there, like, I'm really disappointed. It's like, you're really disappointed? <laughs> Powerful. We careful the words you use. Careful the statements you make. They're listening to everything. everything. Yes. So definitely for dads, if you can be calm, because I think I know this. There's never been a man in my office who's ever understood that his spouse was afraid of him. They all do this look. What? what? Are you me? And I'm like, yeah, you. You're six four. Yeah. You're two hundred and thirty pounds. Right. Yeah. When you, you raise your voice, when you it's raise scary. your voice, we get scared. And yeah. they're like, I've never hit her. You don't have to hit anybody. Yeah. When you are built like that, when mm -hmm. you are big, when your voice is deep, the kids and the women, we are intimidated yeah. by you. Know that up front mm -hmm. and maybe dial it back a bit mm -hmm. because you don't realize you're terrifying us, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Agreed. Um, so yeah, and, and it's not your fault. You're not yeah. doing anything wrong. It's just, you're a big guy. Yeah. You know? Yeah. The other thing I want to talk about, because I, I feel like you're really good at tools, is let's laying out the tools for dads on um, and how to how to treat their daughters and then also how to treat their sons. Like, what does that look like okay. on a day-to-day -day basis? Like, right. what do we need to be doing as we, what do fathers need to be doing to make sure that they're raising, you know, healthy, grounded um, children? Okay. So, so with daughters. daughters, so with daughters, one of the things that I think, and, and I'm, you know, not just pulling from my career, but pulling from, like, I have a lot of girls, you know, two daughters in my life and two sons in my life and my husband, you know, step situation. So watching girls really love when their dads are excited and involved. Mm -hmm. Think about this as a dad. Do you really want to go to the dance recital? Really? <laughs> Are you just, I don't want to go to the dance recital. Right? Are you are you loving that it's the third day of dance recital and you're a guy and you gotta say till the very end and, and you're a guy and you're kind of like ah I don't know much about the twirly thing right, right? but you're excited to be at the baseball game yeah. so please show your girls that excitement mm -hmm. that you're honey I saw your twirl yeah. getting excited about them getting involved in the stuff that they're doing they're doing theater and book club and mm -hmm. you know and twirling and you're not you can't really connect to it yeah. find a way just to like connect. you connect to your wife's shopping or you mm -hmm. connect to your wife's sewing stuff mm -hmm. and you're kind of like oh stab me now but right. you know it's important and she's connecting to your golf right so be excited for your daughters respond to them when they call and they say you know um, I know my stepdaughter just got a job and her dad was like wait and he's mm -hmm. so excited and she I know needs that and that's mm -hmm. important right? right so be invite be excited be interested as hard as it is remember to call your daughter how did that test go 
Yeah. How did your audition go? How did your job interview go? That is really important, showing interest in our girls, mm -hmm. letting them know you have value, your life is important to me, I am interested in you. Because mm -hmm. remember, if you really wanna know the tools, ask yourself who you want your daughter to choose. Mm -hmm. Do you want her to choose someone who's interested in her? right. Do you want someone to choose somebody who t treats her like she's um, Worth worthwhile and yeah. protects her? Mm -hmm. So then think about what you want your daughter to choose and be that, be protective, mm -hmm. right? So those are those skills and tools is showing protection, showing interest, mm -hmm. providing quality time, mm -hmm. that's important. Remembering special events, birthdays, Christmas, trying to think about who your daughter is. She would love this for her birthday because she loves books, right? right. Because I think it's easy when you look at dads and, and sons. sons. Oh my right. God, I got you a capture unit. I got you, you know, right. a glove, whatever. It's like, see, you can tell I'm a girl. <laughs> I got you a, a soccer ball. I got you. Like, that's easy because right. if that's what you like, mm -hmm. then it's easy for you to do what you like. Mm -hmm. So you really do have to stretch a little bit for the daughters, as do us moms. I'm mm -hmm. always trying to figure out what my son yeah. Likes and my daughter, I just take her to the mall. Oh, it's we're so like easy, good. <laughs> right? Right. Right. So with sons, that's gonna. I mean, with daughters, that's gonna be the protocol. Mm -hmm. With your sons, I think it's easy to show up at sports events, and it's easy to be interested because you get it and you're on mm -hmm. the same page. I think the more difficult task with sons is withholding the judgment and the shame because you're teaching them how to be men but please do it gently because you have to understand one of the things I do in my office a lot is I will stand on a chair mm -hmm. and look. My dad keeps calling. <laughs> dad, dad, stop calling. <laughs> it so, pauses our video. <laughs> one of the things that um, I will do is stand on a chair and kind of point at my client mm -hmm. and tower over them. And then I say to them, that is how your child always, always feels see, sees you and always yeah. sees you even now don't you see your mom and dad that yeah. way they're up here yeah they're bigger than us and yeah. we're little with them and you just met my dad he is bigger he is <laughs> he's bigger than he's me he's a big guy <laughs> right he's a big he can guy be very intimidating yeah and they stay that way our whole, whole lives. lives so if you're teaching your sons Dial it back a bit. You don't need mm -hmm. to be so rough. You don't need to be so firm. They already want your approval. This mm -hmm. is a big thing with sons and fathers. They desperately want your approval. They want to know that you love them. Mm -hmm. They want to know that you are proud of them. They want to know you approve of their choices, right? And so when you disapprove, be gentle because mm -hmm. they are really striving for that and they are really wanting that and then the other thing with boys is definitely that quality time yeah. creating those experiences together right. going fishing with them going help to the baseball game baseball game yeah helping them make that school project right. those are the things that really make a difference you know over time is that my dad showed up he did things with me mm -hmm. so for the absentee workaholic father that really affects those boys. They really miss their dads, you know? Yeah. So does he feel my love, approval, pride in him, mm -hmm. and am I giving him time? You know, and I think the other big thing that, that I know a lot of, maybe not just dads, but moms as well, have a hard time doing is apologizing oh. when they <laughs> have done something wrong. Please, and I yes. think it takes a big person to, to look at yourself and say, Maybe I shouldn't have screamed at them like that, or maybe I shouldn't have made them feel like that. I think when you can 
be a bigger person and apologize to your children, you will notice a profound impact on them. I love that. And I think that the biggest thing that has saved me from beating the crap out of myself as a mom mm -hmm. is that my mom taught me everything and anything can be cleaned up. Yeah. Because my mom came in with a bang <laughs> for the first 10 years with her addiction and her right. alcoholism. So, and she has repaired and cleaned up every piece of it. Yeah. So as a parent, if you come in screaming or whatever, mm -hmm. know that you can come back in 30 minutes and, and say, I was completely wrong. Yeah. That was not okay. I was reactive. I was hungry. I had had a bad day. I dumped it on you and I am so sorry. Here's what I wish I would have said. Mm -hmm. Here's what I wish I would have done. And there's real healing in that. And even with your father, you know, oh, on his deathbed, on his deathbed. basically apologizing to you. And for... oh, the healing, right? the healing. And you know, it's funny you say that Suzanne. And again, it makes me a little emotional, but um, because my dad and I were estranged when I got the call that he was in hospice, mm -hmm. I didn't just get that call. I got a call saying, reach out about your dad. Mm -hmm. I thought my dad had died oh. based on what I had pieced together mm -hmm. on Facebook and I couldn't reach the person. Mm -hmm. So it was my stepsister who I thank you for reaching out to me, but I couldn't reach her. It was late and I thought he was dead. And I, to tell you what I went through, it was awful and all I kept saying, the little girl inside of me kept saying, I wasn't even important enough for him to say goodbye. Mm -hmm. And so, when he did say goodbye and I felt important enough for that and valued enough, it changed my life. Yeah. Right. So, you know, those kinds of things are so, so, so powerful. Mm -hmm. Even in the last moments, yeah. it, it made all the difference for me. He left here with me knowing he loved me. Mm -hmm. He was proud of me, you know, and that I will forever cherish. So yeah. thank you to my stepsister who reached out to me yeah. and to my, my dad's family that you know embraced me and brought me in and my uncle that did all that and took care of me and it just that goes time. to and show you you know if you are a dad and you know you have been a, away from your child or maybe it was a nasty divorce and you haven't been as connected as you wanted to be yes. you know I think it just shows that you can go and heal you know you can heal that relationship it doesn't have to you don't right. have to stay away because you didn't do it perfectly. Right. You know? Right. Like, healing is possible. Healing is possible. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And it takes two parties. It really oh, does. Absolutely. But right. I, my husband says all the time, your mom, I know your childhood, but wow, she's amazing. Like she, it's hard to believe she was so different in your yeah. childhood because she has healed so much mm -hmm. and she has changed so much and overcome so much. So it's definitely, these relationships are healable. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you guys for watching. We really appreciate it. If you have any um, questions, comments, um, show ideas, don't forget to leave them in the comment section. Don't forget we're on podcast now. So Yay. if you're in your car or at the gym or on a walk and you just want to listen to us, we're on podcast. Just search what your friends won't tell you on any of your podcast service providers. Mm -hmm. Um, and uh, we're on YouTube, so go subscribe to our channel. You can also watch all of our episodes on our website, whatyourfriendswonttellyou.com. And give us ideas. We want to talk about yeah. what you want us to talk about. Yeah. You know, it's so funny because we, Shannon had a funeral last weekend. I had a busy weekend, so we, we skipped a week.
Uh, it wasn't intentional, but we apologize. And I had so many people ask me, hey, did you guys not post a video Aww. last week? So people are we waiting for you. them, but we do want to hear what you guys want us to talk about. So yes. if there's something specific coming up in your life, I mean, these are just topics that are coming up in our lives. Yeah, <laughs> so, I mean, we, we're going to talk about knitting, right, we're gonna knitting next week we're if you don't give us a topic. <laughs> yeah, we're going to be sewing and knitting next week, so you better get some topic ideas in here. All right, well, thanks for watching, guys, and we'll see you back here next week. Bye. Bye.